It's the day before Comrades, and Bruce Fordyce is giving a speech. And he says the most important single point that's going to decide whether you are an excellent runner is, drumroll, your parents and the genes you inherited. <laughs> if now you have an image of your parents come to mind and they're so far off from looking like runners, then stay tuned. There is hope. Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential, making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. I am so happy you're joining us on today's show. Confidence is going to be the topic of the day. If you don't know what the Comrades Marathon is or who Bruce Fordyce is, let me just give you a quick insight. Comrades is the South African Ultra Marathon. It'll soon be having its 100th year anniversary, still a couple of years to go. <laughs> and it is a 90-kilometer race which starts in Peter Maritzburg or in Durban, finishes in Durban or Peter Maritzburg. So one year there's an uprun and the next year there's a downrun. It is a fantastic event. Somebody like me who's run many events across the globe, it must be one of the top running events. Of course, I'm biased. I'm from South Africa originally, so I, I should be saying that. But it really is a very special and unique run experience for which you need a lot of confidence. Now, confidence is a skill that can be developed. You may be more confident in some areas than in others. And concerning your running, we can all, all of us, even me, can develop a more robust self-belief slowly, one run, one race at a time. And in order to learn or become uh, or boost your, your confidence, you need to really believe you are capable of that next step. That, that is something, that's the first requirement for confidence. That, that best 5K time, that fastest 10K you've been dreaming of, or that sub-4 marathon, or the sub-3 marathon, or the sub-130 half marathon. And the best way to, to get that belief is through identifying and, and using your skills and talents, of course, by learning and by practicing. So building confidence, it's this, this self-fulfilling mission that helps us as runners move forward. And, and to further develop the capabilities we have it's about progression and you know this if you have if you have matured from perhaps running one kilometer running three kilometers doing five and next thing you know you've progressed to doing a marathon then you know what this means it took confidence that's such a vital goal so on this podcast if you're listening for the first time this is the fourth season and you know this show is all about helping you maintain a healthy and a good attitude you keeping you motivated to go after your run goals because you know motivation is something you you got to keep it going it just doesn't come and like da -da -da -da, strike you in the middle of nowhere you got to keep it alive you got to keep that motivational flame burning <laughs> and by looking at confidence you develop it through your running career, through certain situations, and, and also through new environments. And when you see other runners, sometimes you know you see other runners and they look incredibly strong. Well, they, they work towards that goal. They invested more time and more energy into their sports. And yes, it may be that they have an advantage. They came from a family which has a sporting background. Already as kids, they made a team. You didn't. They had great coaches. You didn't. But they still had to work for it. And a marathon is still a marathon for them as well. And like many aspects of the 
athletic development, the self-esteem is a product of, of two interacting forces, and nature and nurture. So a runner's biological strengths and weaknesses, it influences his or her development of self-esteem. And also, of course, the interaction with other runners and the training plans that, that we're all exposed to. And if you're, if you're a listener who's been following the show from season one, you'll hear I so often recommend take part in a race, sign up to a race. And now you see why. It's also part of the confidence block. So what's the main source of confidence? And this one, b before I dive into it, just find an answer for yourself just now. What, what is the main source of confidence? Yeah, are you thinking? Well, I'm sure you're going to remember it was a certain event, a moment in time where you grew immensely in your, in your confidence. Wasn't it something that was challenging, maybe even a bit of fear involved? For me, it definitely was the Comrades Marathon. That's why I started out with the beginning. Yeah, a 90-kilometer race, and you've got to fly there from another country. You've got a 12-hour flight. You're tired from the flight, and you know it's such a long race, and a lot of doubt in it. You haven't done it yet, but once... I completed it, and I got that medal. I mean, that was fantastic. The confidence grew by a hundredfold. I forgot about the pain and the legs and <laughs> the stiffness. <laughs> so the most powerful ones are usually the ones that accompany taking a risk. It's a risk whether you're going to finish your next 10K, your next half marathon. And you find them when you step outside of your comfort zone in some way to achieve a choir or, or experience a new distance, a new course, or a new trail. And it, it doesn't need to be an event. It can be a trail around where you're living and a, a forest trail. Perhaps you, you've done it a couple of times on a, on a mountain bike, and now you're thinking, let me go and try and run this trail. I'll be able to run it. It is steep. There's a lot of um, technical, but, you know, you, there's a risk involved. And now there's a secret to how you can become a more confident runner. <laughs> how couldn't it be, you know? And the focus should be on your self-belief your competence that you already possess in your running, your past run experience. And these factors are simply influential like indicators that you can, that can take you towards your, your next level of confidence. And all of them, they are driven, they're motivated by, by one single power source. And you know what it is? It's two words. It's taking action. That's the answer to all of the questions. You know, uh, if you Google how to become a more confident runner, so many answers. But it's all about taking actions. You take action against the thing you're not confident about. And do you want to know how I became a more confident runner? I dreamt of finishing some real challenging races, and I trained for them. I showed up at the starting line, which is often one of the most difficult things to do. And then I crossed the finish line. I did them. I completed them, you know. And then I did another one and then another one. And with every new race, I discovered that greater sense of, of self-belief. With every new event, my belief in, in my abilities grew in my body. And with every new experience, my confidence, it's expanded. And I'm sure you can relate to this. So taking action is how you boost your confidence. <laughs> and there's a cycle to build up your confidence. The more you do something, the more competence you're going to develop. And the more you fuel that inner self-belief, the more confident you're going to become at it. Let's say you want to become a triathlete. That's a normal progression. You've run a lot and you're good on the bike and now you decide, well, I'm not so confident in my swimming abilities. That's okay. Many runners have that. They dive inside the pool and the legs are dragging around at the bottom. It's all got to do with, it's all got to do with balance. But 
then what happens is they're good at cycling and they're good at running, but suddenly you're not good at the swimming. You can't even do a full lap. You can do three of them and you're like, oh, I'm exhausted. And then you have a lack of confidence and and literally swimming in a pool of of self-doubt. Now, that's what sets apart all aspiring triathletes from the ones that have already done it. The latter ones started on the path of becoming a swimmer, and the former didn't. So action comes before the confidence to act. Got that out of the internet. I like that. Action comes before the confidence to act. It's action that begets confidence, not the other way around. It's not like, well, if I can do it, I'll be confident. <laughs> that's, that, that's not how it works. That's what separates wannabe marathon runners from actual marathon runners. The first group has yet to take action on their ideas, and the second one already has. So the cycle of confidence works this way. You take action regardless of how you feel. And assuming you you really want to become a triathlete, you must pick up a pen and write down your goals. That's it. That's how it starts because that's going to help you create that image in your mind. You must select a training plan. You need to address that weakness, that fear you might be having. If it's diving in the deep end or swimming in dark or water where you can't see see properly and if it's the cycling, you need to prepare to be spend time on the bike. But you must take action. You will never, ever feel ready enough. You need to start. Then, number two, when you take action, you're going to become more competent, even though it doesn't feel like it. You know, too often we don't feel confident because we believe, um, I'm just not good enough at, at, at what it is I'm doing. You know, you want to start swim training, but you don't know how. So you uh, you suddenly, your, your, your whole motivation to even go there just dwindling down you know and resist the urge to try because it's so frustrating but that's the wrong attitude you need to get started and face the facts you're going to be making mistakes but these mistakes will help you learn you will figure things out as you go because your knowledge will expand with experience you're going to find a coach you're going to find somebody to guide you and once you get that ball rolling and that feet up in a higher position, hips are high, <laughs> and suddenly you, you can feel you're moving forward as you take a stroke. Hey, once you start swimming a few lanes, things start to change. You begin to feel more competent in the work that you do. The same if you progress from a half marathon to a full marathon, that 30K mark, that's like that, that dodgy, like unclear situation. That's what's going to happen with my body. There's the man with the hammer is going to come. And once you start progressing to the 30K mark, you're going to, because you're taking action, Things are going to start to change. The picture in your mind is going to start to change. So the competence is going to fuel your self-belief because you've grown. The growing competence in your work will begin to fuel your self-belief. And you're going to start to think, I'm figuring this out. I'm getting better. And next thing you're going to say, I can do this. It becomes a validation to yourself. So it's action, competence, self-belief. Action, competence, and self-belief. These three, they work together. They're going to boost your confidence. And as you invest more time, you're going to continue to improve because it's going to fuel your self-belief. So you'll naturally go to the pool more confidently. You'll go to that long run a lot more confident, with a lot more confidence because the higher confidence it motivates more action. Now, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, it's not happening with me, Heiko, it's just not happening and something is stopping you. It might be 
fear of criticism. It might be you have a very strong inner dialogue. We spoke about that as well in season three. Check out that um, that episode. It's a very good one. Uh, you might be having uh, fighting or arguing for your limited resources or it's a lack of time, but that comes from a lack of clarity. And sometimes we're, we're paralyzed, you know, and there, there's just a fear which is holding you back and your inner critic is jumping on this and it, you, you lose its power and you need, to, you need to free yourself from that. So you need to free yourself from whatever it is that's holding you back. And the last thing is the, uh, the, the, or the major thing that is holding you back, if it's these topics, is it's the lack of clarity. You don't know why you actually have signed up to it. You're not yet fully clear. Because if there's something, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, if there's something I really wanted to do, and my mum said, or my dad said, you're not going to go and do that, trust me, I did it one way or another. Whether it was, I don't even want to give examples. It's going to like really like sound bad, the examples that come to mind. But anyway, I did it because I really wanted to, you know. And action brings more clarity than thought. Just remember this, action brings more clarity than thought. And ask yourself, you know, do you really want to get good at it to get into action? Do you really want to get good at running? Okay, then start doing it. Do you really want to get good at long distances? Okay, then go and invest the time. Don't spend two hours on Facebook or on YouTube, which can be fun. I mean, you know, you're going to rabbit hunt or whatever. Do you really want to get good at maintaining your pace over a 10k then go and start practice pacing and if you really want to do that triathlon then go and write down your goals which marathon which triathlon you want to do when and start learning to swim you need to get uncomfortable you need to get out of your current comfort zone because that's where you're going to grow and be confident that's how you boost your confidence in the area where you don't feel confident in by taking action Action comes before the courage to act. It's the it's action actually provokes courage. It's not the other way around. Action comes before the confidence to do it. It's action that that will actually. Tony Robbins says it's the best. If you, if you just listen to any Tony Robbins uh, recording that's out there, and he sums it up by saying body language, mastering the body language of. Confidence, and I'm quoting it, can put you in the path of success. You know, do a quick inventory of your body. You know, what's your posture like? How's your breathing? And of course, even I get into a negative state, you know, and I'll be, and I realize I'm slouching, or I have a shallow breath, or my, my head is, I'm, I'm looking downwards. And suddenly, just get your shoulders back up. Look up. Focus. You know, where focus goes, energy flows. You know, in, instead of getting beat up about why things aren't working and focus on what is working. And uh, again, Tony Roberts, emotional controls. Humans have the unique and incredible capacity to experience a wide range of emotions. But if you let your emotion dictate your experience of life without pinpointing why you feel a particular way, your emotions control you. Ha <laughs> ha, that Tony Robbins is good stuff. So what you need to do is you need to focus on the following steps. Again, you need to take action. Just take action. Whatever it is that you want to reach, whether it's your swimming, whether it's your running, maintain a pace, run faster, run longer, take action. Which will improve your competence. Which will fuel your self-belief. And what's going to happen if your self-belief is getting fueled? <laughs> it's going to boost your confidence, which 
in turn, we're closing the circle here, motivates you to take more action. Wow. And if there is one of the best quotes ever, the best source of confidence, Proverbs 3.26, for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. How handy is that if you're a runner? Uh-huh. Hey, if you enjoyed today's show, do, do send it to someone who you think needs to hear it. And if you enjoy this content, next time you're on Amazon, just enter my name, Heike Stribble, and make every step count, and you'll get yourself a copy so you can really start implementing the basics. Make every step count. It's a very book, very precise, very simple, but it's supposed to give you that guideline so that you start building your confidence. It's the basic step we struggle with once you overcome that first hurdle and you you get going and motivation starts taking place. That's when you start creating wonderful, long-lasting memories. (laughs) Thanks for listening. My name is Heiko. God bless you. And remember, take it easy.